Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one literal page of Talmud every day. You know who I literally dislike? Nazis. Including, you know, grammar Nazis. People who say things like this. Sure, sure, we all cringe when some dum-dum says something like, Oh my gosh, this kitten is so cute, I'm literally dying right now. But should we be? Today's page of Talmud comes up with a pretty radical answer. Have a listen. Rav Ashi said to him, We already learned about a similar case. If one was importuning another that he should eat with him, and the other refused and said to him, Entering your house is konam for me, it is forbidden to me. Or a drop of cold water is konam for me, and for that reason I will not taste it with you. It is permitted for him to enter his house and drink cold water, since he intended it as a vow only for the purpose of eating and drinking a large amount, but did not mean literally that he would not drink anything. So this sounds pretty simple. A person takes a vow and says, I will not even drink a drop of cold water in your house. But, say the rabbis, the person didn't mean it literally, right? He didn't actually mean that even a single drop would be forbidden. Rather, he probably meant something like, More general, like, hey, dude, I'm vowing not to sit down and have a whole meal and drink a lot at your house, but just a drop, a sip of water is fine because the person was speaking figuratively. It's all good. Or is it? The Talmud goes on to offer an amazing analysis. The righteous, it tells us, say little and do much. Therefore, when the host says to the other, enter my house and drink a drop of cold water, he intended to offer him an entire meal. So too the one who vows is referring to an entire meal and not literally to a drop of cold water. Therefore, he may drink a bit of cold water in the host's house. Yeah, the guy didn't mean it literally. But he sort of did in a weird way because righteous people, well, they say little and do much. And when they want to indicate that they won't even enter your house for a drink no matter what, all they have to say is that they won't even have a drop. It's not hyperbole. It's not illiteracy. It's not a failure of language. Quite the opposite. It's wonderfully imaginative. An understanding of just how mighty and potent language, God's tool of creation, can be. These days, sadly, We're not true to this wild and inventive spirit. We're much more likely to bellyache when someone uses a word we find offensive. We like policing and restricting speech, sending words into the lingual gulag for falling afoul of ever-changing cultural sensibilities. But in today's page of Talmud, the rabbis warn us against such folly. And they warn us, too, against being mirthless sticklers about things like grammar and proper usage. Sure, our wise ancestors were deeply attuned to language and kept their speech very precise. The tractate we're reading, Nadarim, is all about that. But precisely because they understood just how powerful language could be 
and just how deeply tied to our emotional core, they were even more careful not to drain it of its power. If you need to say, I will not have a drop, because your soul is such that it craves saying little and delivering much, you do that, even if you're not being precisely and literally correct, and then would go on and have a sip in that person's house, because that's not what you meant. In other words, when you speak, don't ever come to see language as a cold structure that exists to force meaning on people. It's just the other way around. People make language, and their intentions and imperfections and aspirations all figure into the words that they are saying. The rabbis are begging us to listen more closely, with our ears and our hearts open, to what we say to each other. And rather than rush to silence or censure people for real or perceived slights, learn to see the complexities and intensities of their intentions. May we all then learn to listen to each other just a little bit better now. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.